Okay, so try one more time. One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, okay, so it's perfect now. Good. All right, bet. Okay. So we'll probably just do like a quick intro and then just get into like some talking. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. All right, man. Good to see you, though. Like, <laughs> glad to have you on here. Yeah, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. No, nah, this is season three, episode one. Okay. So, should I, should I do it or? Yeah, it's up to you, yeah. All right, man. So, I'll start it up. So, welcome to QME Podcast. I'm already got Mo over there. So, bro. This is the first episode of the third season, and we actually have a special guest today. We have a boxer. We have son of Anderson Silva. You're making it up the ranks. We got Khalil Silver on this one. So, happy to see y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh the, 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 the claps? You want the claps? Yeah. A couple claps. Man. Oh. Sorry. It's been a minute since I did it. Uh, what is it? Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. You know what? I'll figure it out later. Bro, bro. lost the class. I fucking forgot the class. <laughs> it's all good, bro. Appreciate you being here today, bro. No problem, bro. Yeah, man. So we wanted to go in yeah, a couple sir, of thank things. thank you guys for having me. No, you're welcome, bro. Yeah, of course, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we wanted to go into a couple of things, actually. We wanted to know, you know, actually, obviously, your dad's Anderson. He was doing MMA all his life, but... What made you th feel like, okay, I want to start doing some kind of combat sports too? Man, I've been doing it my whole life, uh, especially with uh, my brother, uh, my cousins. We all grew, grew up doing it, uh, playing soccer and fighting. That was our thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were always around it. You know, ever since I was a baby, I, you know, my, my dad took me to his fights be way before he was in the UFC. Um, so I was pretty much always around it, you know, and... I grew up training and my brother started fighting first, uh, amateur. And he was like, hey, why don't you start competing too? And I was like, why not? Um, so then I, I started with kickboxing and you know, now I'm, I'm gonna see where I could take it, you know? Mm -hmm. So you started with kickboxing, but most of it is boxing and you're a boxer now. So why did you choose yeah, boxing correct. instead of, you know, more MMA stuff? Yeah, so uh, I have uh, two coaches, Coach Nico uh, and Coach Doria. And Dory have been training my dad since he was probably my age, honestly, mm -hmm. um, maybe even a little before. So uh, he's our boxing coach. So he told me, hey, uh, I have an event down in, in Brazil. Uh, it's a professional event. If you're ready to make that uh, that transition, that which I think you're ready to make that transition. And, you know, I was like, why not? You know, if they think I'm ready. Um, I think I'm ready, I think I'm ready, so why not, you know, make that transition? So then I, I made my professional boxing debut up there. I still haven't fought any other, um, professionally, in any other, uh, like, uh, like kickboxing or MMA or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, just strictly boxing for now. Um, but I do plan on making that, that transition one day if the opportunity arises, you know? Okay, so do you feel like... You, you would switch between the two? Like, is your plan to, like, maybe one day do UFC fights and then continue to boxing? Yeah, I, I for sure want to uh, transition into MMA. You know, we'll, we'll see what's right for me in the future. Um, but for now, I'm, I'm focused on boxing. But, you know, I'm I'm not keeping my doors closed for, for anything else. Yeah, of course. That's really cool to see, though. So I guess that's how it's going yeah. right now. I, I did get to see, you know, the highlights from that first match that you had. So it was that 155, yeah. and then, like, I guess the round was almost over in the last round, and you got a knockout. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was a, a fourth round knockout body shot. 
Yeah. Nice. Nah, the, your dad was he was praying like he was he was <laughs> down there, so it was it was cool seeing the clip of both of you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's always um, that I I love about him. He's always super vocal. Um, and when I'm up there, all I can hear is his voice. You know, every little command that he told me to do, I did it. Like, like he's playing a video game almost. Like he says this, I I do it. He says that, I do it. So it's it's awesome having him there um, because he's a a key part of of my training. Um, and yeah, it's just it's always great having him in bro, in the corner. Bro, that's dope. Imagine having your dad like in the corner, just like cheering on. He's like, yo, fucking do it, yeah. come on, bro. Like, you got this. Uh, <laughs> what's funny, I think, yeah, is that, like... he's like a... Hmm? Go ahead, go ahead. No, I said I think it's funny that, like, a lot of parents who do, like, boxing and sports, a lot of them, they don't have their children, like, get into it. So it's kind of, like, cool seeing, like, that. Your dad was, like, supportive the whole time. Yeah, 100%. He's always been supportive with everything that, that me and my siblings chose to do. I feel like most of them, like, try to get their kids to join, like sports like that but like it's either up to them if they want to like go to the mantle of like their own father and like see if they're able to like you know hold up to like what they're capable of and yeah it's 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 always important to like carry on it's it's important to carry on your father's legacy especially like you know he's already getting older like you're up and coming you're young so it's like you want to show that you're able to put in a little more work and like show him that like hey like i'm in it to win it so for sure yeah i just you know i just I do things for me, you know, because something that has always been on my mind is like, I could be one of the best, like I could be better than everybody and still not be good enough for other people, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really have to, you know, I have to have a mindset of like, okay, why am I doing this? You know, what do I want to get out of this? And that's the only way that I'll be satisfied with myself, you know, because I could, you know, I could be the, I could be the best fighter in the world right now and still not be good enough for, you know, in the eyes of the world. So I just, I do things for, for myself and whatever makes me happy, you know? So for the people that don't know, um, what is your boxing stance? Is it normal or is it Southpaw? What is it? No, I'm, I'm uh, orthodox. I'm working on, on switching. Uh, I try to do both, but I'm not comfortable enough to do it in a fight yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just started. But I, I like I like to switch. Yeah. <laughs> so you the last fight, the first pro fight you had was like one fifty five, I think it was. So do you plan yes, on like staying at that weight or like is this the most comfortable weight you feel like, or is it kind of too early for you to know? It's very early for me to tell. Uh, my first kickboxing fight, amateur, was at um, one forty seven, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but I do want to get a little bigger and add a little more uh, muscle to me. So I, I might stay at 155 or, you know, go go up to 165. Um, but for now, that's... That's I'm, a huge jump. That's a huge 10-pound that jump right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if you're able to handle it, then yeah, I would say definitely go for the 10-pound for the jump. But. Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's it's tough because I, I'm, I might stay at 155 or... You know, my, my coaches always tell me you could go lower, you could go lower, you're gonna be like yeah. so much bigger. Oh, it's easier to go lower, yeah, but it's it's harder to go upper. It's 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 harder to go yeah, higher. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's good. Though. It's it's how you feel, you know. Because mm-hmm. it's it's a lot, bro. It's a lot to cut that weight. Mm-hmm. So obviously, having your dad, you know, having to cut weight for all these fights that he had, has he already shared like some of those secrets of like losing 10, 15 pounds in a day, stuff like that? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we never had to go drastically like that, but okay. I've never had an issue making weight. Okay, so... Like, he, he always guides me, like, perfectly. He's like, yo, do this, 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 and that, and let me know at the end of the week mm -hmm. what your weight is like. And it's just like that. I lose everything. So oh, I never okay. I never really had an issue with that. So you were never, like, a pound or two above weight that you had to, like, cut it immediately? Like, you were always, like... Um, for, my, for my last fight... For my last fight, I had, um, I think it was about a pound that I needed to cut. Um, but I I woke up, I remember I woke up earlier. Um, I think the weigh-ins was at like 11 a.m. Um, no, it was like 2 p.m. And then we woke up around uh, 10 or 11. And then uh, me and my dad, and then we just cut that last pound like super quick. And then we just went to the weigh-ins. Nah, that's cool though. Like, luckily for you, you don't have that, but I know, like, it's crazy, like, that people are really, like, losing 15, and then they balloon up the day of the fight. So, like... Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Tyson Fury. <laughs> like, do you feel like that's kind of, like, unfair? Like, you know how they're starting to have some no re rehydration clauses and stuff like that in certain fights? Yeah. Do you feel like that's more fair? Because, like, some people are naturally at 180. This dude comes in at 180, yeah. he's 200 when you actually fight him. 100%. I mean... If you can make it, for me, it's, it's fair game. Mm -hmm. um, I can see, you know, where the issue lies. You know, I'm 155, and then somebody cuts 10, 10 15 pounds to fight me, and they're naturally at 180 or something like that. They're going to be bigger, but, you know, if, if you can make the weight, then you can make mm -hmm. the weight. I don't have a problem with that, you know? Okay. Do you think um, when Daniel Cormier was holding the towel, you, you think that was cheating? Or, like, you feel like... You know how he was holding the towel? Yeah, thing? I, I think that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was a little messed up because, you know, we, we, bro, some people, they, they struggle, struggle to mm -hmm. make weight. And sometimes I feel that. Um, I haven't, uh, thank God I haven't struggled super hard to, to lose a lot of weight uh, because I fight at a, at a weight class that makes sense for, uh, for my body. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people, it's it's a whole other fight, bro. Like you have to win that, and then you know the actual fight. The the cutting weight is one of the hardest things in the world um, when it comes to the fight game. So, you know, to do that, I feel like yeah, it's it's messed up. But you know, he he admitted to it. He he owned up to it. So it's cool. <laughs> so what is it? So obviously, like your dad went out against Jake Paul. He did like a little celebrity boxing type of thing. Like, how was yeah. that for you, like, having him do that? Do you feel like it was weird? Well, I want to ask you about that scene, too, like, of, like, those, like, influencer boxing type of things. Do you, are you, like, in support of that? Do you feel like, you know, professional boxers who are a lot better than them should have more shine? Like, how do you feel about, like, that other scene? Yeah, it's, like, getting it? more popular. Man, I, I think I think it's dope. Uh, my, uh, I have friends who who do do that. Uh, Face Temper, uh, mm. the CEO of Face, he's my boy. Um, he fights as well, and they put in work, bro. They put in work, and I I respect them for wanting to do that. And you know, they all fight each other, um, so it's it's dope. If you see the, it, it's an opportunity to bring more eyes to the sport, younger eyes. You know, there's people that I saw at the Jake Paul fight who had no idea who my dad was. You know, mm, yeah. so and. And they, they're not really into boxing. So to have those people that they look up to in that world, the media world, and, you know, now they're, okay, let me let me see what this is about. Let me let me go train as well. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's dope. It's really dope. 
and um, I like what I like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they they pretty much get what they bring, you know. So it is what it is. I think it's it's a good thing for the sport. Um, if you know, if you're a professional boxer and you're mad at it, then just go fight them. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. figure it out, in the, would, figure would out you, in the ring. Would you fight Jake Paul now? <laughs> Jake Paul is much bigger than I am. Uh, but hey, if it ever happens and it makes sense, I'm I'm down for whatever. I just I love competing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only cool thing like I hear like I hear that the purses are better than like things like the UFC and other places that take a lot much of your purse. So it seems cooler that yeah, they get yeah. to hold more of that money for the events. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's like I said they they get what they bring, you know. Mm-hmm. So the. It, the pay in the UFC is a whole other issue that I don't really know a lot about. You know, I'm not in the UFC. I don't know the business of the UFC, so I can't really speak on to that. Um, but, you know, they you get what you bring. That's that's all I have to say about that. That's cool about that. So your yeah. dad did, you know, he has the longest streak. He has 16 in a row. You know, hasn't been touched yet. But uh, I feel like a lot of stuff, Um, he was obviously one of the greatest. You know, a lot of people do feel like he is the best middleweight. But I feel like a lot of what started to kind of make people view him a little bit differently is that he stayed, you know, past his prime. You know, your dad's 47. He's still fighting people. So that's fucking crazy. Like to me, I felt like when he went against Anderson, when he went against Israel, I felt like that should have been his last fight. But obviously your dad has a love for, he wants to box and keep continuing to do things. Do you feel like he's getting to the age where like, Maybe he shouldn't be fighting as much as he is anymore. Like enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Like where he's like, you know, you can call it. Man, I I I know the age that he, he's told me before, the age mm-hmm. that he wants to stop fighting at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, that he loves fighting. He loves that's everything. You know, he's been fighting his whole freaking life. You know, and he absolutely loves to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if he feels like and man. You guys only see him on fight day. I see him train. He trains every single day. He does not stop at all. Um, he trains me. And then if he's not training himself, he goes and, you know, he goes with our coaches and then he trains. And he's an absolute animal, bro. Um, like the sparring sessions for the for the Jake Paul fight, like absolutely insane. There were moments where I, I couldn't even touch him. And I was trying my absolute hardest to touch him, you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, so he, his movement, his speed, of course, is, is different when you're up there uh, against somebody that's much younger than you. Um, it's there are things that you want to do in your mind that your body just won't allow you to, to do, you know, but he feels like he still can. I, I know he still can. Um, but there are fights that make sense for him to take fights that, you know, don't really make sense uh, just because of, you know, the, the age and things like that. But you know, I feel like he can he can fight anybody he wants. You know, because it's 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 different. You know, like if you guys saw him training, you guys would would know what I'm talking about. It's, that dude just bro, the money fight. ain't right. He can't fight. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, it's just the, it's just part of him. You feel like you feel like no matter what, until he really can't do it anymore, you feel like. Yeah, bro, 100%. I feel like something that helps is me and my brother uh, fighting as well. Uh, so he'll still be around the sport. He's he's my head coach, so he, he still trains me. Uh, he trains my brother. So he'll, he'll still be around 
around the sport for a long, long time. So I feel like that's something that, that helps him as well, you know, because he, he just loves fighting. Um, I feel like he'd be much harder if he's like, damn, I have to retire now and completely be away from it. You know, he, he's always training. Uh, he's always giving seminars. He's actually uh, in Brazil right now. He's going to do a, a seminar out there. Um, but he just, he, he loves fighting, you know. So I feel like it, it, he, he has a few more fights in him. Yeah, that's cool with him, man. Because like I said, like, I obviously I feel like, you know, he's not in his prime anymore. But it's definitely all his fights are still really competitive. It's not him, you know, losing in a bad fashion. So that's why it's funny to be like, he's 45, 47, still really competitive. When he was 27, yeah. it's not, you weren't going to see him at that point. 100%. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool with that. So for you, you're just starting boxing, but what are some of like the long-term goals or like, what are the things you feel like at least now, okay, these three to five things I want to like achieve? Right now, I just want to focus on, on my boxing career, uh, get a, a few more fights going, uh, get a good record going and see where I could take that. You know, the future is bright. There's so many different, the sport is moving so fast that there's so many different opportunities, you know, so I, I couldn't really tell you right now, but I just want to focus on my boxing career. I still train uh, everything uh, outside of boxing when I, I don't have a fight schedule or anything. I, you know, I'm, I'm in jujitsu. Uh, I train kickboxing. I, you know, we're always acting, you know, we're, when I'm training my dad, it's like, there's no time clock. We just, you know, we go outside and we just start training. You know, if we, when we get tired, then we stop. <laughs> I do have a question though. Um, besides your father, who do you look up to as to, like your uh, boxing inspiration? Man, I, I would say MMA right now. Israel Adesanya is probably my favorite fighter. Mm -hmm. Like his, watching his kickboxing fights before the UFC, it's completely insane. But uh, when it comes to boxing, there's so many different guys that that I look up to. Uh, Devin Haney. Uh, Crawford, there's so so many top guys right now. Boxing is is, is very exciting right now. Uh, Tank, there's so so many different guys. Mm -hmm. I heard about Tank. So you brought up yeah. Tank. That's a pretty good one because you know he's undefeated. He has a fight coming up with Ryan Garcia soon. <laughs> so you yeah. know somebody's old gotta go. You know what I mean? You already yeah. brought up Tank, but do you feel like you know he takes that? Do you feel like it's close? Like how do you feel like that's gonna go? It's an interesting. It's a, it's a very interesting fight because Ryan has the reach. He's taller. Uh, I, I believe that he's faster, but man, you, you can't sleep on Tank. His boxing IQ is insane. Uh, he has that power behind him as well. So it should be a very interesting fight, like style-wise. So mm -hmm. I'm, I couldn't really tell you who I got taking that because there's so many different variables, you know, but I'm very excited for that, for sure. Yeah, that seems like a good one, like, I feel like the last time I really cared like that much about something was when it was like Floyd mm -hmm. and Pacquiao. Like few people yeah. were like really, really like, it's a really big fight. Those are the two two yeah. of the biggest names in boxing right now is them two. So it's like 100%. cool to see that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a dope fight. Mm -hmm. So when you view, um, I want to say like different types of boxers with records and things like that and how often they fight, I feel like you know, more fighters with Floyd or people who are like more strategic or don't fight as often. Do you feel like it's like, how do you feel versus that? Do you feel like if you're at the top of your game, should you be fighting that often? 
Do you feel like if they fight once every couple years, once every four years, do you feel like it makes them... Is it like running a little bit because you're the best and you don't fight in four years or five years and stuff like that? Man, I feel like it's different for for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, and it's also like contracts and, you know, the political side of things is just, it's so complicated, you mm -hmm. know, that as a top, especially as a top, top guy, there's so many different variables that like keep you away from fighting. You might, you might want to fight five times in a year, but you know, it, it might not make sense for everybody else who's making money off of that, you know, behind you, that's in the, in the business side of things, you know, your managers, the, mm -hmm. the other people's managers. There's so many people in between that, you know, that might mess that up for you. Um, but I feel like it's, it's much easier as a guy who's up and coming, like you could just find a fight. Cool. All right, let me go do this. All right. Find another, you know, uh, but as for a guy like, let's say, Devin Haney to mm -hmm. fight five times in a year, I feel like there's so many different variables and so many people in between that might mess that up, you know? Man, that's some good stuff, too. So another boxing fight that might happen. So Francis, you know, Francis Ngannou is no longer with the UFC. Yes, they couldn't come to a decision about that. But I did hear years yeah. ago that, you know, maybe there would be a boxing match between him and Tyson Fury. You know, obviously boxing yeah. wise, Tyson is top of that game, but like Ngannou's a striker, so yes, he could sir. he could switch into boxing and be really successful. So, do you feel like that's yeah. something like at least now? Do you think that's really a close match, or do you feel like Tyson would, you know, what I mean, have a big edge over him? Tyson would mop him. <laughs> yeah, bro. I think Tyson would just he would toy with him pretty much. Yeah. I feel like Francis has the power. Um, he's just a big, big, strong guy, but I feel like his, his boxing isn't just up to par with Tyson Fury. Mm. I feel like movement-wise, like he doesn't have it like Tyson. Yeah, 100%. I, yeah, like his movement. Yeah, there's so many different variables. You know, boxing is a different game. And I feel like Tyson Fury has, has that in the bag if that ever happens. Mm -hmm. So a lot of fighters, you know, obviously do a lot of trash talk. It's what builds the fight and things like that. Um, is it just like you, your father, like I haven't really heard trash talk or anything. You just started, so we don't really know how you're going to be yet. <laughs> but do you feel like it's important, like at least from your side to like be humble? Should you be <laughs> trying to trash talk and just build the fight? Cause like, you know, guys like, uh, McGregor and McGregor, other people yeah. like that, it's just, you know, trying to build, hype up the fight basically. A hundred percent. And I, I feel like at a point it works, you know, because people are going to be interested in it and they're going to want to watch you fight, whether they want to watch you lose or if they want to watch you win, they're going to watch the fight. You know, I've never been the one to trash talk. Um, you know, I'm, I just let my, my fighting do, do the talking, you know, but I, I understand why some people do it and some people overdo it too, which I don't think is cool, but mm -hmm. it, it keeps you interested, you know, like mm -hmm. you, you're going to want to watch the fight. Look at McGregor. He's one of the best to ever do that. Uh, Chel Sonnen back when he fought my dad, he was trash talking like crazy. Uh, but you know, imagine if he didn't do any of that, then there wouldn't be no interest in in a fight really. Um, but I understand why why people do it, and I don't really pay no mind to you know if I'm fighting somebody who's trash talking like crazy, like it's whatever. You know, I don't I don't really pay no mind to it. I don't really know how you know. Um, how I'm going to be if I never really had somebody uh, <laughs> trash talk to me like, like crazy. So, yeah. 
you know, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm not I'm not the one to to do all that. Yeah. It's funny you brought up Chael, actually, because you know how Chael was talking bad about people in Brazil and everything like Chael really yeah. said anything like it was actually yeah. like crazy. The fights between him and your dad. Yeah, but. it's man. Chael is it's one of the best talkers, bro, in the game. Like it's Chael McGregor, like guys like that, that brings, you know, different eyes to the game, to the fight game, to MMA. They completely changed MMA and brought more eyes. Um, I actually met Chell on my dad's press run for the Jake Paul fight. Uh, yeah. He was, I, I went to the bathroom, he was washing his hands, and then I was like, oh, shit, that's that's Chell. And then, you know, he, um, he actually talked to me, he said, because uh, I was backstage on their second fight, Mm-hmm. Um, and then he came up to me. I wanted to go up to you and talk to you and say that like all these things were personal. That he respects my dad and everything like that. But I was I was too young to understand what it what it all meant. Anyways, um, also didn't speak English. But you know he he talked to me. He, he you know he showed respect and I I appreciate him for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, supposedly that's how it mostly is. Like they're selling the show yeah. and then after they're good. Like you know, even 100%. McGregor and Nate, they they might be cool behind that. So it's 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 really yeah. just like yo, they you made millions of dollars together. You gotta whatever works, you gotta continue with it. Pretty much. Yeah, right? it's entertaining. It's entertaining. At the end of the day, that's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's why like fights now, like you said, takes a lot longer to set up and everything. Because when they're back to back and stuff like that, they're not making the type of they're not doing the type of numbers as someone who fights once a year so much anticipation and stuff like that. You got to make it like a Super Bowl. And, you know, if you make it too often, like, it's not going to have the same effect. For sure. It's, it's, it's a lot of variables. You know, even if you take a look at, at guys like Izzy, you know, in the beginning mm-hmm. of his career, he fought, he, he became a champion in a year, you know, and now it's, you know, one fight, two fights a year, three fights a year. You know, it's the pace is different because there's also all these other guys who, you know, have to fight each other, figure out the division and all these other things. It's too many variables, you know? Yeah, man. This is the coolest thing. So your brother who boxes too, like he's early on, has he had his first pro fight yet? Uh, not pro. Uh, he's a kickboxer right now. Okay. He, he has a, I think he's a three, four time champion right now. Oh, nice. uh, but yeah, he, He's insane. His boxing too is is crazy. You guys are gonna hear a lot about him soon. Okay, would you say uh, who's taking that? You and him? <laughs> nah, bro. I, I am I am humble enough. <laughs> I am humble enough to say you know who who's better and who's not. And he definitely yeah he he's got that. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's still early. You know, you got some stuff to work on. But that's that's cool to yeah, see. Yeah, for though. sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, I learned a lot from him. He's He's great, man. He's great. Okay. So, yeah, right now, um, what do you feel like for your uh, boxing right now? What's, like, the thing you feel like you're lacking in the most? For boxing, I feel like just getting uh, certain movements, you know, um, because it's a lot the, – the footwork is a lot different uh, from kickboxing to boxing, so I'm still I'm – still, learning that i'm still getting that out okay so that's cool then and then okay you had your fight in december it was december 22nd do you have like any plans right now when your next fight will be or is there nothing right now? yeah 
Uh, I don't have a date yet. Um, I'm just waiting on that. Uh, it'll be in Brazil for sure uh, at the same event out there. But I'm just I'm waiting on the date. And once that that's set, then I'm good to go. Okay. So that sounds really cool right now. We definitely want to see more from you. Want to see like your next fight, see how you do, see if you can get, you know what I mean, some more knockouts in a row. Let's see how you do for that. But, you know, we we were able to get through all the questions we had today. And once again, man, we do want to appreciate you being here, being able to take some time, meet with us, talk with us about stuff. Cool hearing about all the things you do. See some videos from you, training videos. Like we see you, you at 155, but you were shredded 155, man. Like it's cool seeing like Thank some you, of the things you're doing. Yo, I heard, I heard, I heard Arthur wants to, you know, take you on in the ring. You know, I heard he wants to put the gloves on. Yo, he told me, but like before we got on, he was like, "Yo, I'm trying to put the gloves on, trying to, trying to see oh, who's an actual fighter." I, I have to get a little bigger, bro. You look a lot stronger than me, bro. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta hit the gym first. Nah, bro, it has to be just wrestling, bro. I don't want you to hit me because <laughs> you've been doing boxing. Oh. Uh, like, there's a funny no, tank video actually. Bro said he he said he would do MMA, and then he's like, they don't kick you in the face though, right? <laughs> he said, like he didn't want nobody to kick him in the face. <laughs> That's funny, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, but you know I know we took a lot of your time. You know it was fun having you, but uh, you know good luck to you and everything you have coming for you. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. So, yeah, we're going to wrap up this episode of uh, QME Podcast, episode uh, one of season three. Yeah, um, this is your host, Mo. It's Artie. Thanks again to Khalil again. And besides that, we always say QME. We always say quit making excuses. Get on your grind. So, yeah, without further yes, ado, sir. quit making excuses. Get on your grind. <laughs> So yeah, we done recording now, bro. But yeah, seriously though, it was cool talking about you, hearing about the things that you're doing right now. And it's cool to get that you're continuing like a legacy of your father. A lot of people don't want to do that or really like, you know, your dad has already made it. He already is successful. So a lot of people don't really have that drive. Yeah. So it's cool being able to see you and your brother are like, you. it's you. Like your dad did him. You have to have your own accomplishments. So that's cool seeing that from both 100%. of you. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Nice meeting y'all. You too, man. Thanks. Peace, Yes, sir. (laughs) See you, bro. So? Oh, wait. Wait, we can actually... So, what do you think? Hmm? What do you you think of the... You just had Khalil Silva. You know what I mean? Yo, bring the microphone closer. You just had Khalil Silva on. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We're going kind of crazy. Yo, he said he's friends with Temper. That's what Yo, when he said that, I was like, oh, shit. He said that's one of his good friends. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I and was then like, he oh, told shit. you like how Chael went up to him and he's like, bro, like, you know, he's selling the fights, but they're both cool and things like that. So it's it was cool, bro. It was chilling, bro. Yeah. But yeah. yeah um, he's going to have his next fight soon. We got to check into that. Yeah. Make sure you check into close the uh, next fight. We'll be there. We'll we'll be watching it. We'll let you know how uh, what we think. Yeah, bro, and then we're gonna have some clips on this, so you know, there'll be there'll be some content to watch. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a little more content, but yeah, we're we're definitely gonna bring more guests on and shit. So definitely stay in tune for that. We're uh, we're gonna bring more people on here, and um, yeah, me and Arthur, we got shit to do. We're gonna get head out. We uh, you got anything else to say before we officially wrap up, bro? We got more guests coming, bro. If you thought this was it, we about to keep getting more <laughs> guests. I'm telling you, tell yeah, me. stay tuned. Don't sleep, more. don't sleep. No, nah, don't sleep, don't sleep. But yeah. Other than that, bro, we'll catch y'all. We'll catch y'all, bro. We'll catch you. We'll catch you. We'll catch you. Catch you. Catch you. Catch you.
I'm a cashier more. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>